Welcome to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. I'm Steve Casillo with the September 6th, 2023, 188th edition, always broadcasting from the Selmark Studios, along with Colleen Daniel, who is actually in studio for the first time in over two years, along with the About Mansfield news team. Coming up today, it's Mansfield News, Sports in Conversation. It's good to be here. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Insurance. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Close to 800 new state laws went into effect on Friday. We'll run down a few that may affect you. Motorcycle accident leaves rider and bike in serious condition. New trash and recycling service in Mansfield begins in a few weeks. City amends summer splash pad hours until the end of the month. And in sports, week two of high school football is in the books. And in the talk segment, Steve concludes his in-studio interview with Arlington City Councilman and former Mansfield ISD School Board trustee Raul Gonzalez. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is about Mansfield. No matter your familiarity with buying or selling real estate, having an experienced, trusted advisor on speed dial is priceless. The Roger and Beth team of Century 21 Judge Fight is here to be that resource for you. Whether you're buying right here in Mansfield or your dreams are taking you elsewhere, we are ready to help you with turning that vision into a reality. To learn more, visit our website at homesinmansfield.com. That's homesinmansfield.com. Are you ready to create unforgettable memories? Picture this, an enchanting event venue nestled amidst breathtaking landscapes with panoramic views right here in Mansfield. The Grandview Event Center is the perfect setting to bring your vision to life. From intimate gatherings to large-scale extravaganzas, the Grand View has flexible spaces to accommodate any occasion, be it a wedding reception, corporate Christmas party, or community gathering. Book your next unforgettable experience at thegrandviewmansfield.com. That's thegrandviewmansfield.com. The Grand View Event Center, where memories are made and dreams become reality. Book your event today. Hi, this is Vanessa Ramirez, Assistant City Manager with the City of Mansfield, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. This portion of the news is brought to you by the Grandview Event Center. The Texas State Legislature was busy this last session as lawmakers put 774 new state laws into effect on Friday, September 1st. Here are just a few that might affect you. House Bill 3 requires an armed officer at every school campus in Texas and mental health training for school staff that interact with children. House Bill 6 classifies overdoses from fentanyl as poisonings, which means any Texan who provides someone with a fatal overdose of the opioid could face a murder charge. Senate Bill 15 prohibits transgender athletes from competing on college teams that match their gender identity. Senate Bill 12 restricts certain drag shows and other performances from being shown in front of children. The law criminalizes businesses that host sexually explicit shows and performers who wear certain prosthetics and dance suggestively in the presence of minors. And Senate Bill 29 bans the state from enacting mask mandates, vaccine mandates, or business and school closures to prevent the spread of COVID-19. 
of the 774 new state laws, state representative and former mayor of Mansfield, David Cook, had his name attached to 46 new state laws as an author, co-author, sponsor, or co-sponsor. To see a list of all 774 new state laws, visit our website, aboutmansfield.com, and click on the Links tab. A Mansfield police officer initiated a traffic stop on a motorcycle traveling on northbound 287 on Friday at speeds in excess of 120 miles per hour. The motorcycle has lost control of the bike and slid into the median, causing the motorcycle and the operator to fall from the bridge onto Debbie Lane. The motorcyclist was taken by ambulance to an area hospital for his injuries, He is listed in serious condition. It was later determined that the motorcycle was stolen out of Irving. The crash remains under investigation. As the Republic Service's trash pickup contract nears its end with the city of Mansfield, the city will be switching trash collection services starting October 1st. Frontier Waste Solutions will be the new provider for picking up trash and recycling in Mansfield. In the meantime, Frontier will be delivering new, blue-in-color recycling carts beginning September 11th. You will not need to use the blue carts until October 1st. Furthermore, Republic Services will be making the rounds around town to pick up green recycling carts. The city will notify residents through social media and this podcast on when that process will start. Labor Day is usually the last hurrah for summer activities as some facilities start to close down seasonal pools and such. But since summer is showing no signs of letting up, the city is extending the splash pad season at area parks through the end of September. The splash pad at Chandler Park will be open 10 to 2 on weekdays and 10 to 8 on weekends. The early closing times on weekdays is to accommodate school traffic from Chandler's neighboring campuses. The other two splash pads, located at Gertie Barrett Park and McClendon Park West, will remain open from 10 to 8 every day. All splash pads close for the season at 8 p.m. on Sunday, October 1st. In sports, Mansfield High and Timberview are off to undefeated starts. The Tigers of Mansfield bested Crosstown Rivals Summit 38-21 at their homecoming game Friday night at Newsom Stadium. Sophomore wide receiver Zion Robinson turned his four receptions into 127 yards and three touchdowns. Meanwhile, Timberview dominated Sam Houston 55-14 at Choctaw Stadium in Arlington. Senior quarterback Zurich Humes ran for 76 yards, scoring a pair of touchdown while senior Cameron Bates chalked up 109 receiving yards also scoring two TDs. Elsewhere, Lakeridge was topped by Boswell 66-42, and Legacy fell to Crowley 29-3. Lakeridge and Legacy dropped to 0-2 on the season. Thursday night games this week include Crowley and Summit at Newsom, and Legacy takes on Wilson at Forrester Stadium in Dallas. Friday night lights include Timberview at White in Dallas. Lakeridge takes on Rockwell Heath. It's their homecoming at Newsom. And your Mansfield Tigers are away at South Grand Prairie. If you have a comment about the show, the news, whatever's on your mind, the good, the bad, the ugly, here's the telephone number. We want to know what's on your mind. Reach us by voicemail at 817-435-2938. Again, that's 817 817- 435-2938. Leave a voicemail. Your voice 
may wind up right here on the podcast. This coming Friday, September 9th, is National Wiener Schnitzel Day. Now, one would think that on such an auspicious day, we would don our best Liederhosen and prepare to sing German polkas, but the Wiener Schnitzel is actually a traditional Austrian dish, breaded and made with veal. In fact, Austrian law requires this dish to be strictly made with veal. Wiener Schnitzel is made by tenderizing a thin slice of veal and then lightly salting and breading it. Then deep fried in clarified butter. And contrary to popular belief, a Wiener Schnitzel is not a hot dog. So this coming Friday, bust out a frying pan, crank up some Austrian music by Mozart, Strauss, Schubert, or perhaps Mahler's Fifth may be your style. And try your hand at making the perfect Wiener Schnitzel. Or if you feel like going out on the town, you will be hard pressed to find Schnitzel in Mansfield, but just up the road, Taste of Europe in Arlington has what you need. Tell them Da Steve sent you. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. Let's give breast cancer the boot. I'm Angel Biasati, and today we're talking about breast cancer and early detection in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. One of the most important first steps once you've decided to buy a house is connecting with a realtor. I'm Beth Steinke. Let's talk about what that first appointment looks like on the Mansfield Real Estate Report. In this week's Cocktail of the Week, I'll be talking about a cocktail that helps celebrate the height of tomato season. And tourism manager Tim Roberts joins us with a new monthly segment, the Cultural Arts Calendar. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is about Mansfield. This portion of the news was brought to you by the Grand View Event Center. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. And since then, I've read tons and tons of books on money. And what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, and I talk about those lessons on the podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. Wealth building made simple. The housing market is evolving as interest rates rise to meet inflation. Speculation abounds as to what the future may hold. Do you have a trusted advisor? The Roger and Beth team at Century 21 Judge Fight should be your first call in all matters concerning real estate in the market. We specialize in residential real estate for both buyers and sellers. With industry partners across North America, our resources and expertise can turn the home you've been envisioning into a reality. Visit our website at homesinmansfield.com to learn more. That's homesinmansfield.com. Congratulations to Julie Long, who was the first person to correctly answer last week's Mansfield trivia question, who received a 50-year franchise from City Council in 1917 to establish the city's first electric plant. According to the book, The History of Mansfield, it was Milton Farr who received the electrifying contract. When we come back, this week's trivia question, this is about Mansfield. At Methodist Mansfield Medical Center, we've been caring for our home team for over 15 years. Today, you'll find award-winning physicians on the medical staff, advanced neurosurgery, a level three trauma center, critical care for newborns, and comprehensive orthopedic care. Methodist Mansfield, delivering the care our friends, neighbors, and home team depend on. That's community, and why so many people trust Methodist. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and are you ready to make your voice heard? 
Want to bring out your ideas to life through captivating conversations and engaging visuals? Look no further than Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio, your one-stop destination for award-winning audio and video podcast recording. Equipped with cutting-edge microphones, crystal-clear audio recording, and high-definition cameras, we're here to turn your ideas into engrossing content. But it's not just about the equipment. We're dedicated to bringing out the best in your content. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, We're here to elevate your podcasting game. We'll even help you with intro music, transitions, voiceover, and that professional polish that sets your podcast apart. So whether you're into interviews, storytelling, or simply sharing your expertise, Podcast Mansfield can help bring your podcasting dreams to life. Visit podcastmansfield.com. Podcast Mansfield, where creating your podcast masterpiece has never been easier. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. It is time right now. You know what time it is. Right now, this very second, right here, right now, it's time for the highly coveted, wildly popular About Mansfield trivia question. You know how to do it if you are the first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. You will receive a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice. It's brought to you by Joe Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has helped Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. You can find him on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. Let's get to this week's question, Colleen. Well, Steve, this week's question is fairly simple for those connected in the MISD community or those who know how to use Google well. This week's trivia question is simply, in what year was Dr. Kimberly Cantu hired by the Mansfield ISD? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, in what year was Dr. Cantu hired by the Mansfield ISD? Good luck, and thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Hi, this is Mansfield ISD Superintendent Dr. Kimberly Cantu, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Angel Biasati has news on how you can give breast cancer the boot in today's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Angel? Being diagnosed with breast cancer can be very scary and unfamiliar, Fortunately, patients at Methodist Mansfield Medical Center have a breast cancer survivor and nurse navigator to help guide them through the challenges. It's a part of who we are and giving back to others as we share our own experience with patients. We provide advice and emotional support. One in eight women will develop invasive breast cancer in their lifetime. The stage at which breast cancer is detected influences a woman's survival rate. If detected early, the five-year survival rate is now 90%. Women can reduce their risk of breast cancer by scheduling a mammogram. A mammogram 
combined with a clinical breast exam, is the most effective way to find and treat breast cancer early. Women from 20 years of age into their 30s should have a doctor perform a clinical breast exam at least one every three years. The American Cancer Society recommends annual clinical exams and mammograms for women beginning at age 45. Women who have a family history of breast cancer or other high-risk factors may need more frequent mammograms at a younger age. As a survivor, our nurse navigator feels uniquely qualified to communicate and discuss all the issues surrounding cancer with both compassion and wisdom at the Breast Center at Methodist Mansfield Medical Center. We suggest women become educated and empowered and learn the facts about breast cancer. Sometimes women are hesitant to have a mammogram because they fear the results. However, a mammogram could be a matter of life and death. Finding cancer early means a better chance of survival and successful treatment. Take an active role in your own health, and remember, the earlier breast cancer is detected, the better chance for a cure. Call 214-933-7200 or go online to schedule your mammogram today at Methodist Mansfield Medical Center. With Methodist Mansfield News to Know, I'm Angel Biasati reporting for About Mansfield Podcasts. Realtor Beth Steinke shares details on the initial home buyers consultation in the Mansfield real estate market update. Beth? In a world where we are so used to ordering everything we need on an app, even when we're going to show up to pick the items up in person, we will pre-order so we can limit interactions. Home buying can feel like a very people-y process. Of course, we have apps that'll help you find your next home, and you've likely checked out a real estate app even when you're not in the market. But online home shopping is not home buying. And today we're going to talk about that, home buying. Once you get the nerve built up to reach out to me, I get excited, really excited. I'm excited because I'm going to get to meet you and your family, begin to understand your needs and goals, and walk you through this process. It truly is an honor. The very first thing I'm going to do is set up a buyer consultation with you. Now, we can do this virtually on Zoom or in person, even over breakfast, lunch, or coffee, whatever works best for you and your schedule. This meeting, though, is a critical first step in our working relationship because this is how you transfer the vision of your dream home to me. We have a really cool process we call a needs determination that we will walk you through. We ask about why you're making this move. We truly want to understand... Did you outgrow your last house, get a job transfer, decide your current house was a lot more than you want to deal with now in this new season of life? Of course, we get the stats about the house you need, but more than that, we want to understand how this home needs to serve you and your family. So we will ask some lifestyle questions. Are you a cottage baker and need double ovens and lots of counter space? Or do you love to garden and want backyard chickens? Do you have a specific school need, or do you want to live as far away from people as possible? Next up, we'll talk about all the features that you need in the house. Sometimes I'll be chatting with first-time homebuyers who they just want a three-bedroom, two-bath with a garage. And when I ask them about the features, they can hardly even think of a thing beyond the basics. So I will typically have some fun with them at this point and try to get a little more information out of them. I'll start talking about sharing one sink in the primary bathroom or a private versus non-private potty room 
or I'll ask, what type of flooring is in this dream home? Does it have high ceilings and lots of windows? Do you like cooking with an electric stove or gas? And how do you feel about a crawl space under the floor? Where do you spend your free time, indoors or outdoors? Do you need a neighborhood with sidewalks for walking the dogs or training for a marathon? What neighborhood amenities do you need? A pool? Playground? By the end of that first meeting, I have a vision for the type of home that will meet your needs. And I've been thumbing through the Rolodex of communities in my head every time you provide another important piece of that puzzle. There is so much more than square footage and bedroom count that matters as we begin the home search. Helping you uncover the possibilities is my favorite part. Oh, yes, and sure, we'll talk about financing and the sales contract and all of that stuff too. And when we're done, you'll be all ready to go and as excited as I am to get started. Do you have a real estate question I can answer? Send me a message via email to info at aboutmansfield.com. For the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Beth Steinke with Century 21 Judge Fight. Shaken or stirred, either way, you know it's always good, as Brian Certain proves that tomatoes aren't just for Bloody Marys in the cocktail of the week. Brian? And this week's cocktail of the week is the brine tomato-infused martini. If you want to elevate your martini game to savory new heights, you do that by infusing this classic cocktail with the concentrated flavors of brined tomatoes. By first brining cherry tomatoes, you amplify their sweetness and their unami richness before muddling them in with a great botanical gin. But as always, don't worry about taking notes. As I'm giving out the ingredients and instruction, I'll always be posting them on bourbongospel.com. So for the brine tomato, you'll need one pint of cherry tomatoes, one cup of water, one tablespoon of salt, one teaspoon of sugar, one garlic clove peeled and smashed, and one sprig of fresh thyme. For the martini, you're going to need the brine tomatoes, which I just gave you the ingredients for, two ounces of a good dry gin, one ounce of a good dry vermouth, a lemon wedge, and a pickled onion or small pickle for garnish. To make this very savory cocktail, you're going to wash and dry a pint of cherry tomatoes. You're going to pierce each tomato with a toothpick. Then you're going to heat the one cup of water, one tablespoon of salt, one teaspoon of sugar, the smashed garlic clove, and the thyme sprig into a boil. You're then going to remove that from the heat and let cool completely. You're going to then add the pierced tomatoes to the brine and refrigerate for a minimum of two hours up to overnight. And when ready to make the cocktail, you're going to add three to four of those brined cherry tomatoes to a shaker and muddle thoroughly. Then add the gin, the vermouth, Ice and shake vigorously for 10 to 30 seconds. Remember, you want your hands to hurt from the coldness of your shaker tins. Then you're going to double strain that mixture into a chilled coupe glass to remove any of the tomato solids. And then express a lemon twist over the drink and drop in as a garnish. You can skewer a pickled onion or a small pickle for further garnish if you care. The result is a martini with a concentrated sweet and unami notes from the brine cherry tomatoes. Their flavor infuses beautifully into the botanical gin and vermouth base. The lemon twist adds a final pop of brightness, while the pickled garnish provides the final perfect salty, tangy contrast. If you want to add an extra dash of richness, add a bar spoon of olive juice 
or dirty pickle brine. With this creative preparation, you unlock a martini with a velvety mouthfeel and a savory depth of flavor. The tomatoes gain pleasant acidity and supple texture from the quick brine. Shake up a round of these impressive brine tomato martinis for your next cocktail party or as a special starter before a date night dinner. The concentrated tomato essence adds a delightful and unexpected twist to the classic martini. As always, I'm open to hear your take and input. You can reach me at brian at bourbongospel.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain. Hey, we want to tell you about a new feature here on the podcast. It's going to be happening the first episode of every month. We are very proud to have formed a partnership with the Mansfield Cultural Arts. And in the studio today is the tourism manager for the city of Mansfield, Tim Roberts. First of all, welcome to About Mansfield. Oh, great to finally be in the podcast studio, not just calling it on my cell phone about Mansfield Rocks that, or something. That's nice right. setup in here. Thank so. you very much. <laughs> it is your first time here. And, and we've had you on the show many times. And... We are, again, very happy to have formed this this partnership called the Cultural Arts Calendar. And so, again, the first episode of every month, you can expect Tim or maybe someone else from the Mansfield Cultural Arts Department. Uh, to talk about what's going on around uh, around the city, which is primarily the the two city owned properties, the Far Best Theater and the and the Lot, starting with the uh, the the month of of September, you've got a one woman play coming up. Yeah, we have Taronda Hillman with her one woman uh, autobiographical show, uh, Daughter of the Other Woman. It's two nights only at the Far Best Theater. Uh, it, it's a spectacular show. She's done it uh, in the past. Right, and it got rave reviews back then. She's bringing it back. She's an awesome member of our community in so many ways. We work with her on a lot of stuff, and we couldn't be happier. She'll be doing another show in February, but of course, we'll handle that one a couple of months from now. Right. Uh, but that's September 8th and 9th at the Far Best Theater. Taronda's been on the show before. She's been a featured 20-minute uh, interview uh, guest as well as uh, promoting her one-woman show back when she did the show uh, maybe a year ago or, or so. But uh, yeah, Daughter of the Other Woman, September 8th and 9th at the Far Best Theater. What's happening at the Far after uh, after this show closes? Well, on September 9th, we have like a whirlwind of days of our final events. These are all like finals from the 22-23 calendar as yep. we start the 23-24 calendar. Uh, we have our final poured painting class. That'll be over at Dirty Job Brewing at 10 a.m. on that Saturday morning. We have our final movie matinee of the summer, which is Ferris Bueller. Bueller's day off. So Bueller. Great, yeah, I know. Great Bueller. throwback uh, for back to school times. You know, I guess you're skipping school. Uh, you know, it'll be a Saturday. Uh, that'll be 2.30. Tickets are just $5 for that at the door. And then that night, we have our final dance night of the year at the Mansfield Activity Center, and that's at 7.30. Uh, there's a class component and then open dancing. So, yeah, they were, we're cleaning up the rest of the 22-23 schedule sure. as we really start the 23-24 schedule off. Uh, so that September 9th, along with Daughter of the Other Woman, is packed start to finish with four different events. You have a couple of uh, matinee shows coming up here in the mid-September. Uh, tell me about those. Yeah, Aiming Up Theater Company is one of our newest theater companies here in town, and they will be presenting the Drama Proof. It's a very interesting story, uh, kind of a science-y type take. So, hey, if you loved Oppenheimer, uh, it's a lot of stuff like that, a lot of t- tense dramas and discussions about science. So come check that out. Uh, they will be performing September 15th through 17th and the 22nd to 24th with 
7.30 shows on the weekends and matinee showings on Sunday afternoons. So I know people love those matinees on Sundays. So that's the Aiming Up Theater Company. Uh, went out and got saw a little preview of that one, and they are putting together a really fun show. One theater, the company that's been doing a lot of uh, events or productions at the Far Best Theater has been the Fleetwood Project, and I see they're back on the schedule. Yeah, they finish off September and kind of start our Haunted Mansfield calendar. With the Haunted Sass- Mansfield. Haunted Mansfield. That's all <laughs> October, but it kind of bleeds into September. Uh, September 29th and 30th, they kick off their show Sasquatched the Musical, and it's just a hilarious farce comedy. Uh, obviously, you've seen the Fleetwood Project everywhere. Stevie Don and her crew sure. are just putting in the work all year long, and this is going to be another hilarious show for them, and that'll run into October, uh, but we'll hit those dates a month from now. Tell me about the Pizza Chapel Theater. What's going on with them? Pizza Chapel Theater Company uh, hosts a monthly pay-what-you-can theater workshop, so if you ever wanted to just get out and like stretch your legs theatrically, those are on the second Sunday of every month, so that'll be September 10th uh, this month. You can come out just play around, do some theatrical play. It's pay what you can, so there's no set price. If you can pay a dollar, if you can pay a hundred, uh, just come out and join them for that. Let's head on over south of uh, south of Broad Street on on South Main Street. The lot downtown, of course, has their their weekly farm and cottage market. Yep, every Saturday morning eight a.m. to noon, and hopefully with it being September, uh, you might be able to linger closer to noon, because I know that place has been cleared out by 11, because uh, it's been 104 degrees by 11, so looking forward to some cooler temperatures, some nice fall foliage, and a lot of harvest coming in uh, through September and October. And for those who like live music, if you are a fan of the guitar, go to the Farmer's Market and check out Arnie Newman, who plays every Saturday. <laughs> outstanding guitarist, and he lives right here in Mansfield. We are going to have him on the show in the next couple of months. Uh, Arnie Newman. Arnie Go check him out. Oh, my friends, the Mariposas. Tell me about uh, their their events coming up. Pretty much the biggest event of the month, I would say. September 17th, that is a Sunday. Mariposas de Mansfield is hosting their Hispanic Heritage Month event, Sabores y Colores, and it's going to be a fantastic musical, artistic, food-based, vendor-based celebration, and they will have three great performers out there who people probably know. They've probably seen these folks around either at Music Alley or other events around uh, North Texas. Havana NR well, Houston's Queen of Tejano is coming in. She's doing a Selena tribute act. Yep. And then the Las, Las Estrellas de Tejas, who, of course, are the folklorico dance group that we've had out at m- numerous events before Hometown Holidays, Music Alley. So a full day of music, food, fun, 1 to 6 p.m., <laughs> Sunday, September 17th. Your Spanish accent is spot on. <laughs> you know, and- I, I grew up in Europe, so I don't know where I pulled it from. Okay. It probably is more of a, a Russian accent that I've had to convert. <laughs> <laughs> As a representative from the city, we're, we're gearing up for hometown holidays. You got any? Uh... Yeah. Uh, by the time this is out, we will have posted the website. The website will be up and running with the full calendar for the full month of events. We'll have a lot more details as we get a lot closer to that kind of stuff. A lot of theater, a lot of musical performances, a lot of great stuff that you should go check out at mansfieldhometownholidays.com. I know it doesn't feel like it by any means that it feels like it's close to Christmas and the holidays, but we are getting there and we'll have the calendar live by the time that this is up. It'll be here soon enough. Uh, Tim Roberts, tourism manager for the city of Mansfield, and uh, again, with our partnership with the Mansfield Cultural Arts, that is the cultural arts calendar for September. 
Let's do it again next month. Yeah, can't wait to be back here in October. We're back in 60 seconds with the completion of Steve's in-studio interview with Raul Gonzalez. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and we all remember the storm that blew through our town back in June that pelted this community with baseball-sized hail. It did a ton of damage around Mansfield, including my own roof. Regular listeners to About Mansfield have heard Paul Duncan's commercials for Trinity Roofing and Construction. And after the storm, I reached out to him and... Boy, am I glad that I did. From the first call to Paul to working with the crew leader, the scheduling department, and the entire construction team, and how it all played out with my insurance company, working with Trinity Roofing and Construction was a breeze. It's easy to see why they're a platinum preferred contractor with Owens Corning with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So if you're thinking on replacing your roof, Look no further than Trinity Roofing and Construction. They're a Mansfield-based company, and you can find them on the web at trinityroofingconstruction.com. Again, that's trinityroofingconstruction.com. Hello, this is Mayor Michael Evans, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. And this week, we present the conclusion of our in-studio interview with Arlington City Councilman and former Mansfield ISD School Board Trustee, Raul Gonzalez. Let's go back in time. Tell me about life in El Paso growing up. It was great. I mean, I grew up in the Lower Valley, uh, which is, you know, near Sleda. Um, um, you know, 90% of the people in El Paso are Hispanic, which I never really realized that till I moved up here and right. realized I just, you know, <laughs> I didn't realize, you know, uh, I didn't know those other religions. I just thought everybody was Catholic and just, oh, you yeah. know, I grew up that way. Moving to um, Arlington, everybody's white. And then you go, wait a second, they don't, because everyone looks like me back in El Paso. They don't look like me here in, in, in Arlington. So, but it, it was great. My dad, you know, grew up, uh, my mom and dad went to the same high school. Uh, they both graduated from high school and my dad became the postmaster of El Paso, worked for the postal service for many, many years, uh, worked as a, he became the first El Paso born postmaster with a high school education. Um, you know, he just showed me how to work hard, integrity. My mom stayed home with all three of us. Um, she was a bus driver for the school district once I started college. And it was just great because family was every weekend. We went to go see my grandmother. Uh, my mom would cook every Sunday or my aunt would cook every Sunday. Mm. We'd get together with my cousins. Uh, my cousins were like my sisters. I still go back to El Paso to see all my relatives, my aunts. 86. My uncle's now 90. You know, I'm 60 years old. So it's just amazing in those 60 years. Um, you know, family's so important to me. I mean, I, I really believe I could have gone anywhere on vacation, but I just, I needed to go back and see the family. So, um, I was very fortunate to, to, I always wanted to work. I love working. I love yeah. money. And so I started working for the <laughs> El Paso Diablos when I was 14 years old, my neighbor. Uh, what are the Di- Diablo? Uh, so it's, uh, a, it's a minor league baseball team. Okay. Uh, it was for the Angels at the time. It was a double-A team. So I sold Cokes, um, you know, they were called Hawkers. And so we walk in, up and down the stand selling Cokes. And um, that just led to my whole... It's amazing how those little things make a difference. And it just... You know, I ended up working for the Rangers here. That's where I met my wife. So it's just... Um, you know, I got a Scott... I threw newspapers in El Paso. Mm. And um, my dad said, if you want to go somewhere else to college... Um, you got to get a scholarship because all I can afford is UTEP. And I really want to be with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, I used to fly down here when I was in high school. I'd come to a, a, a home game once a year, fly in by myself, uh, stay at the Tom Penny Inn, which is across the street for a 12 noon game on Sunday, come in Saturday, take the shuttle from the airport to the hotel, go to the game, and then fly back that night 
and then go back to school the next day. Wow. And so when I was graduating from high school, I really wanted to go somewhere here in the Metroplex. And um, I knew if I went to UTA, if it didn't work out, I could transfer back to UTEP and it would work. But 43 years later, I'm still here. So, <laughs> and I've been a season ticket holder since 86. Oh, so. wow. Wow. The, uh, you, you talk about going back and, and spending time with family uh, in the, the Hispanic community, family is important. La familia. Yep. And that, uh, you, as you know, my wife is uh, is Mexican, born in Mexico, and and uh, she talks to her sister probably every other day. She talks to her brother probably a couple times a week. Um, talks yep. to her dad at least once a week. La familia. Yep. And that we we don't we don't live in the same city anymore, but we get back there as often as we can. And and it's not let's go out to a restaurant. Whether it's uh, uh, Mama or or Tia or someone else, the the cooking is oh yeah, I no, mean, that's, absolutely that's a ritual. That's an all day event. And my my grandmother who is uh, is Spanish would spend. She'd come down from Northern California down to San Diego where we lived, and that was her her ritual was don't bother me when I'm in the kitchen. Absolutely. I have a great respect for uh, for the the Hispanic culture of not only the food the and the 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 way uh, family is connected and just the, the music the art um, and, even and, religion I and mean, we go to church oh. all of us together for Christmas Easter I mean we take up three aisles my grandmother my cousins <laughs> we were all there and we'd meet there and then we go you know have an Easter egg hunt in my house or whatever right. it is so and uh, midnight mass starts at ten that's right that and and you're there from ten to midnight you go when does this thing start it start starts at midnight, midnight. <laughs> why are we here at ten get uh, seats that and uh, sing. Yes, yes. Yep. Growing up on a border town, as I did, I grew up in San Diego, and, and we would actually go into Tijuana, Ensenada, and whatnot. Did you ever get into Mexico? Oh, absolutely. It, it, border towns back in the 60s and 70s, they they had to work together. I mean, it was it was one big community. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the economic development on both sides had to w- rely on each other. Uh, so all this stuff that's happened over the years have really hurt both cities. Um, it's probably benefited more El Paso than Juarez because Juarez, most of those big, nice, fancy restaurants which people don't realize were over there with white cloths, with um, fancy waiters and everything else came over to El Paso because, um, you know, they were losing business from the El Paso. But right. they couldn't make it in El Paso because the wages they were paying in Mexico, they— couldn't pay in El Paso, so these restaurants just did not survive. So, in fact, my grandfather was a um, a bartender in Mexico. My my, my mm. grandfather was born in Juarez, and he was a bartender, um, a heck of a lot better looking than me, tall, <laughs> a ladies' hair. man, had hair. Oh my <laughs> gosh! You saw him; it's like there's no way that's your grandfather. Uh, but you know, he died of cirrhosis of the liver. Uh, but you know, he he worked at one of these fancy restaurants, and that's where he met my grandmother. And just you know, people don't you know they had. You know, dog racing. I mean, they had gambling. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. it, it. It was it was big. I mean, Tijuana. They had high lie. Did, uh, did Juarez have high lie? What's that? High lie is like um, it's like racquetball, but it the the ball is as hard as a rock, and instead of uh, instead of rackets, they use these uh, these wicker baskets. No, that, I never used it. Oh no. my gosh! And it and it people wager on. The players, it's it's like wow. horse racing. These every player has odds, and the uh, the the courts they're they're about three times the size 
of a of a racquetball court. Wow! And, and never heard that. They high ally uh, two mm. two words and and um, oh, it's it's an amazing sport. But uh, yeah, it's very very hmm. cool. I've dropped a dollar. I'll look that up. Dollar or two. <laughs> uh, but just like horse racing, yeah, you can do daily doubles. You can do oh, trifectas. Wow. You can uh, learn yeah. something new. And it's yeah, it's amazing. Hmm. And of course, the food. Um, oh no, the food's incredible. I mean, it was just yeah, it was fancy. I remember, you know, it was just it was something serious when we would go. It was it was a big deal? I mean, from Chinese food to Mexican food to steaks to and the big thing they have over there is country clubs. I mean, they had country huh. clubs that you know we'd go to their uh, to their restaurants, and uh, my dad would not play golf, but my uncles always played golf, and so. I would be their caddy, you know, seven, mm-hmm. eight years old, I'd just walk around with them and um, I learned a lot. So the thing about at least the, the the border towns is that they welcomed Americans because they brought money. They were there to dine, they were there to play golf, they were there to for entertainment. And so if you lived uh if you had a if you had a border town within an hour of, of the border, no. oh my gosh, the most welcoming uh, Puerto Nuevo, which is mm-hmm. right. You've been there? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you can have a $10 lobster dinner with rice and beans that, and, and your view is of the ocean. The ocean. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I want to go home. <laughs> I'm sure someone's out there is going, yes, please. It wasn't your wife, though. No, it wasn't my wife. It wasn't my wife. Back on the city council, back to Arlington, you've got the ballpark. You've got Six Flags. You've got a major mall in the Parks Mall. And uh, how difficult is it to be on the city council and and governing not only the entire city, but, you know, you've got these massive tourist and civic draws? Well, I knew when the city of Arlington passed term limits, I knew somebody's life was going to change. Yeah. Little did I know it was going to be mine. <laughs> but I can tell you it's very rewarding. I, I can tell you being on the school board was easier because it was all about the kids. With city council, there's so much more to it. And, you know, I, I'm not a developer. I'm not a business owner. I'm just a citizen like everyone probably listening to this podcast, um, paying taxes. And so that's, you know, that's how I, I do things on what I do is, you know, I, I, I you know, being on the school board, I always worried about the money and everything else and, you know, the taxes and everything else. So being on the city council, it's the same thing. Um, fortunately, having all of the, the things that you talked about allowed the city of Arlington to bounce back from COVID right away. Right. Um, right. I am just like being, when I got on the school board, I felt I have a big um, responsibility to keep the city going in the right direction because it didn't start with me. I'm not the one doing it. It all started way before me. Um, and so I just got to keep it going. So it is neat to be part of that. Um, it's it's neat to watch and to see people come back to Arlington that have not been to Arlington, especially AT&T Stadium, and to see the, the convention center that's about to open up, the Medal of Honor. Uh, you know, the Sheraton just got bought out uh, by Lowe's. So Lowe's going to build another hotel. There's going to be over a billion dollars in hotels in downtown wow. uh, or in the the, 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 the district, the entertainment we call district. it the district because oh. it's going to be more than that. So uh, <laughs> there, there's so much happening. You know, we've got a, you know, a football team, we've got a rugby team and we've got so much going on and it's constantly busy every single day. There's always an event there, which is really, really neat. Uh, so it, it's neat to, to know that those are all jobs 
for people, and it's neat to see. In fact, one of my favorite ushers at the Ranger game is from Mansfield, so we always talk. Huh. And it, he he just loves it because he he makes over four hundred dollars a game in tips. Um, you know, as just an serving, usher, as well, it's, he, he's not an usher, but he's one of those guys that walks around and gives the, the unlimited food and that people just tip oh, him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, okay. I, I've known his name's Thomas. So if Thomas is listening, he knows who I'm talking about, but it, it, it's neat to be part of that. It really, really is. Um, you the, know, the all you can that. eat section then out left field. Uh, no, it, no, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a section by first base and it's okay. the middle section and you just ask for a beer. He brings you a beer, bring a Coke. Hot gotcha. dog is just, you have a wristband and I'm just amazed at how much people can eat, but it's really, really neat. But yeah, being part of that and seeing all the, all the different things that happen, you know, Taylor Swift coming in, mm-hmm. uh, seeing, you know, the, you know, uh, hopefully a Super Bowl is coming here soon. We got the all-star game coming up next year. And the, uh, uh, the world cup. World Cup, we're hoping. We're just, you know, we're hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we're going to find out if we get something. We know we're going to have something. We're hoping to get the the major one here. We'll see what happens. So fingers crossed on that. So Are you a soccer fan? uh, Not as much? Not as much, yeah. Baseball. But I'm going this weekend to go see uh, Madrid versus Barcelona, RC. See, I couldn't even tell you the name of the names. Actually, my wife and I are going out tonight to see USA versus the Netherlands. We're We're looking for a spot somewhere. In town, we want to stay in Mansfield. That will be showing USA versus Netherlands, uh, the women's yep World Cup, World Cup, and um, you've got these massive concerts at 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 and T Stadium in addition to the the Cowboys and and of course one of the other anchors being your alma mater UTA, which is continually growing, and you've seen it go from a university to a tier one university. In fact, if I recall on your on your bio, there was a there was a Kabari award or recognition that was on uh, your, your your bio, and um, uh, a shout out to Dr. Kabari Dr. who Kibari. who was the president at one time who who that was his main goal. We want to take UTA right. to a tier one university. We've been very blessed to have great presidents, and um, I can tell you for the last three because I've worked with all the last three from Dr. Kabari to. President Lamb to President Cowley. I mean, they're just incredible people. They all different, but they all bring something to the table. And it's just, it is neat to to be part of that. I've been blessed to be part of that, to to be able to work with all three presidents and uh, make my my university what it is today. I mean, it's just part to be part of that. So uh, College Park is another big example of what's happening. I don't know if, if people saw, but we had a volleyball tournament. It was called Volleyball Nations League. Hmm. And it was um, teams from all over the world. And they played there, and it was from Turkey, China, Poland, uh, Brazil, USA, and it was sold out for four days, 7,000 people, and it was people from all over the world to watch volleyball. And it was – so with President Cowley, she has made it a point to – if we have this arena, we need to use it. And so with the Convention Visitors Bureau and UTA working together, we're going to see a lot more things happening at College Park, which is a perfect venue. WNBA has their Dallas team that plays there. And and it's fun to watch it grow. And you know what? I do love Arlington, but I, I consider myself part of Mansfield. In fact, when I ran for city council, I told David Cook, I said, if I lose, I go, I'm moving to Mansfield. Because I go, people in Mansfield know me and appreciate what I've done. People in Arlington don't know who I am. And so I really was concerned. I didn't get... 
I didn't get the big name support from, you know, all the people that live in Interlochen and uh, yeah. the um, the lakes and Viridian. I mean, I'm South Arlington. Not many people are from South Arlington. Just like school board, I'm from Summit. Not many people are from Summit. So it's the same thing. So I really was, I knew I was the best candidate. I was really worried I was not going to win, but I, I was serious. I told David, I said, if I do not win, I'm moving to Manfield because you know what? I just, I, I, I love this. Manfield made me feel part of Manfield. I've always felt to be, and I still come to Manfield, come to the restaurants. I love to be in Manfield, mm-hmm. um, you know, spend time here and being here. I'm going to put you on the spot. What's your favorite Mansfield restaurant? Oh, our place. Our place. And of course, because my mom loves Shout to Shout out there. to Benji. Yes. Oh, nice. Benji's great. My mom loves, my mom lives in Middle Earth and, and my brother comes in from Houston. So we always go there for sure. So. Okay. Nice. Nice pick. And by the way, uh, if, to the listeners, if, if, if anyone wins the trivia question of the week, there is usually an Our Place gift card in, in, the, uh, in the gift pile. So... Our place. That's oh my gosh. The and, bacon. The bacon is so thick. Oh, and just and, and the waitresses and every everybody's just so nice. You feel so at home, and yeah. you know people when you walk in there. And my favorite part is the cameras. The cameras that take pictures of people that don't pay for their bills. Yep, that is so great. I love it. I get nervous, so I want to make sure that people see that I pay because I don't want to be accused of walking <laughs> out. So I make a point to make sure that hey, right. I paid. Hold your <laughs> hold your uh, hold your money up to the camera before you give it to because, the cashier. I love that they do that. That is so great. It's so disappointing to see people do that. I have one question from from the community because I I ask. Hey, I got Raul Gonzalez, or I've got so and so coming on uh, the talk show. Do you have any questions? And, and so, actually, I've only got one question from the community, and uh, that's from our mayor, Michael Evans. And he asks, "Where did you get all that rhythm for the happy dance?" <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, people make fun of me. You know, my mom says I don't know how to dance because I don't do cumbias and I don't do all that stuff yeah. on online. Um, my mom and dad dance all the time, every wedding, every, sh- I, but they dance, you know, hand, you know, I mean, they, they work together. My wife does not dance. So it's been hard to, to keep that going. So it really came from my mom and dad. My dad, my dad was a great dancer. And I, you know, I feel bad because my dad's been gone 16 years. My mom's really never danced in those 16 years. Wow. And so when we go to weddings, I, I feel so out of place because I feel like, okay, my dad's not here. What can I do to help her? So yeah, but it came from my dad. Yeah, for sure. My mom and dad, they were both great dancers. We've only got a couple of minutes left in the, uh, the next couple of minutes. Is there, is there anything I didn't ask that you thought that I was going to ask? No, I mean, it's just, you know, we see each other quite a bit. So it's just, you know, I just, you know, I'm just, I'm blessed to, you know, I, what changed my life? I was diagnosed with prostate cancer at age forty-three. You know what? I'm I, sixty years old. I so, have on this list that you're a cancer survivor, and I, I was going to talk about that. Continue. And, and that you know, I do public service announcements all the time, and it's it's important for men to understand how important to get your PSA. My dad worked and worked, um, saved money, worked, never missed work. You know, never called in sick. You know, um, he retired, had a lot of sick time and sick leaves. You know. Uh, accumulated, got paid. He went, he retired one month after he retired. He went to El Paso to visit family. He urinated blood. He was diagnosed with prostate cancer. He was diagnosed with prostate cancer. It was all over his body. Um, he had gotten yearly physicals in Bethesda every year because he was a, 
an executive for the post office at the time, but his PSA went up every year, but they never caught it. Mm. And so um, it was th- one of the worst deaths I've ever seen in three years because my dad was very dapper, always dressed nice. I mean, the matching hat with the scarf, the whole oh, thing. Yes. I mean, I, I don't shoe shined every single day. Um, you know, like I said, I feel like I, I'd let my dad down. I'm not like that. And um, I got diagnosed nine months after he died and I was only 43 years old and it scared the heck out of me because I saw what happened to my dad. Yeah. And I said, you know what? There might not be a tomorrow. And so I said, I got to get back down. That's when I really got involved and said, you know, that's what I do. What I do It's school board. It was just because to get back, I was blessed to come from a, you know, I was the first college graduate. I was second generation American. Um, my family came over from Mexico legally, you know, was waited in Mexico to come over in Juarez till their name was called, came over. They assimilated into this, to the U.S., became U.S. citizens, learned the language. And I just feel like I owe it to my family to, 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 to better. They came for a better life and that's, I owe it to them. You know, they, they left their family and that's what it is for me. And, and it's important that men understand how prostate cancer, if you catch early, it's the, that's the way to prevent from dying from cancer. Right. Everybody gets prostate cancer, they say, but whether you die from it or not is, is the issue. But my PSA went from a one nine to a two one, and they usually don't diagnose it till it's a four. But because it went up and my dad passed, my doctor said, "You know what? Let's send you to urologist. You probably don't have it. You're only forty three. It's only two one." Went to urologist. Urologist said the same thing. He goes, "We'll do biopsies. Come back next week." Came back next week after he did the biopsies, and he looked at it, and he goes, nine out of the 12 biopsies came back cancerous. And he said, it's it's aggressive, and it's your dad's, and we got to take out the prostate. And it was Friday, November 13th, and I basically, I lost it at that point. I mean, I thought, holy mackerel, I'm going to die young, and my kids, and uh, my wife, you know, my surgery was not scheduled for February. My wife called every single day till there was an opening, and I got operated on December 1st. They removed my prostate with no side effects whatsoever, so... Praise the Lord, I'm here, and that's, you know, that's what I do. What I do. I mean, that's, you know, people wonder, is he making money? No, it's just giving back. I mean, I'm, yeah. I am blessed. It's a second life. If again, to the listeners, if because this is really amazing, uh, do a search for Raul Gonzalez Arlington, and your page from the Arlington, the city of Arlington, your bio will come up. Your list of achievements is is amazing, and and it it's a testimony to yes, giving back to the community, the the Mansfield ISD community, the I mean any from summit band booster to to you know to city councilman. Thank you for what you do for the city of Arlington. Thank you for what you did and continue to do for Mansfield ISD and the city of Mansfield uh, and. Thank you for being on About Mansfield. It's well, been thank, my pleasure. Thank you for having me, and thank you to the city of Mansfield. I really am blessed uh, to have been part of the city of Mansfield, and I still consider you all family and friends, and I love to see you all. Um, I come to Mansfield all the time. Come to Arlington. I know many of you don't like to come to Arlington, but <laughs> come to Arlington. We'll welcome you. We're all one big city now. That's anyway, right. So it, 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 you, know, you can't tell when you leave Mansfield and you enter Arlington. It, and you know what? That's so. one of the things that I'm making a point because I remember being on the school board. I always heard that negativity about Arlington, South Arlington, which they were right. I mean, I, I saw it. And so now when a developer comes in and I, if I vote no against the project, it's going to pass anyway. So, But now I say, okay, I don't want them to be able to tell when they come in from Mansfield, Arlington. Look how good Mansfield looks. Make that development look like Arlington, put a water feature, whatever it is. And that's what I do. Yeah. I mean, Debbie Lang, 
I know how important that is to Mansfield to get that expanded. So I'm always on it. You know, I, I call Mayor Evans, tell him every every update I have. He knows what's going on. So I, I'm fighting for the city of Mansfield. We all work together. So appreciate it. Thanks for being on about Mansfield. I appreciate it. Thank you. Coming up next week on About Mansfield, we will talk in studio with a guest who will tell you exactly how to turn our young children into trustworthy, loyal, helpful, and friendly citizens, among other traits. As always, this is the place where you'll hear the latest Mansfield news, sports, and conversation. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, or support this podcast if you haven't already. So you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Head on over to our website, aboutmansfield.com, and right there on the homepage, enter your email address. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel Biasati. Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke. Cultural Arts Calendar, Tim Roberts. Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain. Post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, Steve Casillo. This podcast is copyrighted by Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast without written consent, you know it, I say it every week, is prohibited. We thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm a very stuffy Steve Casillo going back to bed. And this it's you. is about Mansfield. <laughs>